Hello friends welcome back let us go ahead with part 2 of the book dinosaur before dark so start with the fourth chapter jack gasped as annie held out her hand oh brother she was always trying to make friends with animals but this was going too far don't get too close to him annie jack shouted but annie touched the tyrannodon's crest she stroked his neck she was talking to him but what in the world was she saying jack took a deep breath okay he would go down too it would be good to examine the creature take notes like a scientist jack started down the rope ladder when he got to the ground jack was only a few feet away from the creature the creature stared at jack his eyes were bright and alert he's soft jack said annie he feels like henry jack snorted he's no dog annie feel him feel him jack said annie jack don't move don't think jack just do it jack jack stepped forward he put out his arm very cautiously he brushed his hand down the creature's neck interesting a thin layer of fuzz covered the tyrannodon's skin soft huh said annie jack reached into his backpack and pulled out a pencil and a notebook he wrote fuzzy skin what are you doing asked annie taking notes said jack we are probably the first people in the whole world to ever see a real live tyrannodon jack looked at the tyrannodon again the creature had a bony crest on top of his head the crest was longer than jack's arm i wonder how smart he is jack said very smart said annie don't count on it said jack his brains probably no bigger than a bean no he's very smart i can feel it said annie i'm going to call him henry jan jack wrote in his notebook small brain jack looked at the creature again maybe he's a mutant he said the creature tilted his head <laughs> annie laughed he's no mutant jack well what's he doing here then where is this place said jack annie leaned close to the tyrannodon do you know where's where we are henry she asked softly the creature fixed his eyes on annie his long jaws were opening and closing like a giant pair of scissors are you trying to talk to me henry asked annie forget it annie jack wrote in his notebook mouth like scissors did we come to a time long ago henry asked annie is this a place from long ago suddenly she gasps jack he looked up annie was pointing toward the hill on top stood a huge dinosaur chapter 5 gold in the grass go go said jack he threw his notebook into his pack he pushed annie toward the rope ladder 
Bye, Henry," said Annie. "Go," said Jack. He gave Annie a big push. "Quit it," she said. But she started up the ladder. Jack scrambled after her. They tumbled into the treehouse. They were panting as they looked out the window at the dinosaur. He was standing on the hilltop, eating flowers of a tree. "Oh man," whispered Jack. "We are in a time long ago." The dinosaur looked like a huge rhinoceros, only he had three horns instead of one. Two long ones above his eyes and one on his nose. He had a big shield-like thing behind his head. Triceratops said Jack. Does he eat, eat people? Whispered Annie. I look it up. Jack grabbled, grabbed the dinosaur book. He flipped through the pages. There, he said. He pointed to a picture of a triceratops. He read the caption. The triceratops lived in the late Cretaceous period. This plant-eating dinosaur weighed over twelve thousand pounds. Jack slammed the book shut. Just plants, no meat. Let's go see him," said Annie. "Are you nuts?" said Jack. "Don't you want to take notes about him?" asked Annie. We are probably the first people in the whole world to ever see a live triceratops. Jack sighed. She was right. Let's go, he said. He show he shoved the dinosaur book into his pack. He slung it over his shoulder and started down the ladder. On the way down, Jack stopped. He called up to Annie. Just promise you won't pet him. I promise. Promise you won't kiss him. I promise. Promise you won't talk to him. I promise. Promise you won't. Go, go. Said she. Said. Jack went. Annie followed. When they stepped off the ladder, the pteranodon gave them a kind look. Annie blew a kiss at him. Be back soon, Henry. She's. She said cheerfully. "Shh," said Jack, and he led the way through the ferns slowly and carefully. When he reached the bottom of the hill, he kneeled behind a fat bush. Annie knelt beside him and started to speak. "Shh," Jack put his finger on his lips. Annie made a face. Jack peeked out at the triceratops. The dinosaur was incredibly big, bigger than a truck. He was eating the flowers of a magnolia tree. Jack slipped his notebook out of his pack. He wrote, "Eats flowers." Annie nudged him. Jack ignored her. He studied the triceratops again. He wrote, "Eats slowly." Annie nudged him again, hard. Jack looked at her. Annie pointed to herself. She walked her fingers through the air. She pointed to the dinosaur. She smiled. Was she teasing? She waved at Jack. Jack started to grab her. She laughed and jumped away. She fell into the grass in full view of the triceratops. "Get back!" whispered Jack. Too late. The big dinosaur had spotted Annie. He gazed down at her from the hilltop. 
half of a magnolia flower was sticking out of his mouth. Oops, Sir Annie. Get back, Jack shouted at her. He looks he looks nice, Jack. Nice? Watch out his watch out for his horns, Annie. No, he's nice, Jack. Nice? But the triceratops just gazed calmly down at the at Annie. Then he turned and looked away, down the side of the hill. Bye, said Annie. She turned back to Jack. See? Jack grunted. But he wrote M in his notebook. Nice. Come on, let's look around some more. Come on, let's look around some more, said Annie. As Jack started after Annie, he saw something glittering in the tall grass. He reached out and picked it up. A medallion? A gold medallion? A letter was engraved on the medallion. A fancy M. Oh man, someone came here before us, Jack said softly. Chapter 6 Dinosaur Valley Annie, look at this, Jack called. Look what I have found. Annie had gone up to the hilltop. She was busy picking a flower from the magnolia tree. Annie, look, a medallion. But Annie wasn't paying attention to Jack. She was staring at something on the other side of the hill. Wow, she said. Annie! Clutching her magnolia flower, she took off down the hill. Annie, come back! Jack shouted. But Annie had disappeared. I'm going to kill her, Jack muttered. He stuffed the gold medallion into his jeans pocket. Then he heard Annie shriek. Annie! Jack heard another sound as well. A deep bellowing sound, like a tuba. Jack, come here, Annie called. Annie! Jack grabbed his backpack and raced up the hill. When he got to the top, he gasped. The valley below was filled with nests. Big nests made out of mud. And the nests were filled with tiny dinosaurs. Annie was crouching next to one of the nests. And standing over her was a gigantic duck-billed dinosaur. Don't panic. Don't move, said Jack. He stepped slowly down the hill toward Annie. A huge dinosaur was towering above Annie. Waving her arms, making her tuba sound. Jack stopped. He didn't want to get too close. He knelt on the ground. Okay, move toward me. Slowly, he said. Annie started to stand up. Don't stand. Crawl, said Jack. Clutching a flower, Annie crawled toward Jack. The duck-billed dinosaur followed her, still bellowing. Annie froze. Keep going, Jack said softly. Annie started crawling again. Jack inched farther down the hill until he was just an arm's distance from Annie. He reached out and grabbed her hand. 
He pulled Annie toward him. Stay down, he said. He crouched next to her. Bow your head. Pretend to chew. Chew? Yes, I read that's what you do if a mean dog comes to you. She's not, no, she's no dog, Jack, said Annie. Just chew, said Jack. Jack and Annie both bowed and pretended to chew. Soon the dinosaur grew quiet. Jack raised his head. I don't think she's mad anymore, he said. Thanks, Jack, for saving me, said Annie. You have to use your brain, said Jack. You can't just go running to a nest of babies. There's always a mother nearby. Annie stood up. Annie! Too late, Annie held out her magnolia flower to the dinosaur. I'm sorry, I made you. I made you, you, you worry, babies, said she said. The dinosaur moved closer to Annie. She grabbed the flower from her. She reached for another. No more, said Annie. The dinosaur let out a sad tuba sound. But there, there are more flowers up there, Annie, Annie said. She pointed to the top of the hill. I'll get you some. Annie hurried up the hill. The dinosaur waddled after her. Jack quickly examined the babies. Some were crawling out of their nests. Where were the other mothers? Jack took out the dinosaur book. He flipped through the pages. He found a picture of some duck-billed dinosaurs. He read the caption. The Antoceroses lived in colonies. While a few mothers babysat the nest, others hunted for food. So there must be more mothers close by. Hey, Jack, called Annie. Jack looked up. Annie was at the top of the hill. Feeding magnolia flowers to the giant Antoceros. She's nice too, Jack. She's nice too, Jack, Annie said. But suddenly the Antoceros made her terrible tuba sound. Annie crouched down and started to chew. The dinosaur barged down the hill. She seemed afraid of something. Jack put the book down on top of his back. He hurried up to Annie. I wonder why she ran away, said Annie. We, we were starting to be, be friends. Jack looked around. What he saw in the distance almost made him throw up. An enormous ugly monster was coming across the plain. He was walking on two big legs, a swinging, a long, thick tail and dangling two tiny arms. He had a huge head and his jaws were wide open. Even from far away, Jack could see his long, gleaming teeth. Tyrannosaurus Rex, whispered Jack.